0: loves straight loves what say playing the game, you can't hear
1: today, I said now. Legal counsel is brought to you by Rugby Pass, the premier destination for rugby and rugby league fans in Asia. Streaming international test matches, the NRL, state of origin, super rugby and more to your device wherever you are in Asia. Every match in Rugby Pass is available live and on demand and is carried in HD quality with adaptive streams to match your connect. Welcome back to Legal Counsel. As always, we're calling Hong Kong Rugby League board member Jack Muir coming to us live from a house in the top of the South Island of New Zealand. How you going, mate?
0: Yeah, good. Thanks, Ray. Hurry. Nice to hear your voice again. Um, obviously, this is a big show. Uh, I'm sort of catching up, sort of two weeks worth. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Gee, was the competition is really heating up?
1: It's taking shape, isn't it? We're starting to get. Um, you know, we're starting to get the football starting to match the headlines. Um, the headlines have been out of control lately, but I think the football's catching up and we've seen some pretty decent games. Um, I do feel that the best of the round is yet to come, and that's on Tuesday, in the Anzac day. Um, yep. But we've just had headline after headline this week, and none of it has been good for the game. What do you make of this contract saga? For
0: me, it's pretty straightforward, but I'm keen to hear your thoughts, mate. What do you think? Uh, look, I'll. Go. I don't read into it too much. So everyone's saying, oh, you know, this contract is dragging on, but it's up to the, uh, the consumer to take it in. And I think I said to someone, I don't care where Karen Forum is playing next year. If we beat Melbourne on Tuesday, um, you know, it's up to the consumer of the media to decide what they want to do with it. And we've got so many options for it these days. Yes, there's a lot of. If you're just going to read the Daily Telegraph for your um, league uh, produce, you are going to get frustrated. But there's so much more stuff out there. And look, there is the reasons which I think you'll go through. Um, you know, having a a period where you can sign on. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't mind the idea of getting people signed up, knowing what they're doing next year, and then just getting on with the game. And I'm sure the teams don't mind that either.
1: But is it? Can you name me a sport that you know of that has players within the current season sign a contract for the season after? Uh,
0: No, but naturally, and I'm not not going to the nuances. But rugby, this game of ours, is is tremendous. The evenness of this competition has been shown over the last week, and this might just be one of the um, side effects of it. And you know, isn't just
1: an unnecessary. I mean, we've got a great game, and we all know that. And our listeners know that. But why, where something is so simple and so something that is so broken continues to happen?
0: Okay, okay, if
1: you're the NRL, if you're the NRL, defend this rule. Defend the rule that you can sign a contract for the end of the season when you haven't finished your current contract.
0: Defend it. Um, Because it's a free market and... why? How? You wouldn't even be able to police it anyway. Like, okay, so what are the NRL going to do? They're going to say, you can't sign a contract for next year hmm. after grand final day.
1: No, well, until – so, I mean, the straightforward – I mean, um, you know, my bloody three-month-year-old could probably piece together the fact that if you're in contract, you're in contract until the end of the season. Now, like other sports, the moment yep. that the season is officially over – then free agency starts. Now, from Unless then, anyone can, anyone can sign with anyone, and basically, you just do what you please. I mean, it's just signing but, three but, to four months too early. It's ridiculous. It's a sideshow. if
0: you're a, if you're a um, I don't know, a, a drain layer, and you're on a contract basis with a firm um, up till the end of October... At the end of October, sorry, October the second, your contract runs out. Mm. You can you can negotiate what your, your contract will be after that with another with a uh, with the competition.
1: Yeah, but that by that means that you know Aaron is at the Tigers his contract isn't finished yet, so he's yeah, signing is the drain a contract either, either a is the year drain too that early.
0: finishes on October the second. Uh, but either is the drain. So either is the drain layer whose contract finishes on October the second. He's still negotiating with Smith Drain Layers, and when he's still in contract with um, Duggan drain layers. You know what I mean? There's yeah, no difference.
1: He, he's going to leave straight away, though. That's generally the premise. When he signs that contract, he's not going to no, sign no, it. No, he's not. He's no, not going he, to sign it to start he's next year. to the
0: end of October 2nd. He's got a whole suburb of drains to lay. The, mate, we're talking sport here, all right? We're not talking about no, drain Lane. No, we're but, talking uh, Harry, sport. Harry, what I'm saying is you're trying to put in a – a. It's like, it's like the war on drugs, mate. You put these rules in, there's always going to be people circumventing around it, and especially the type of blokes we have as player managers these days. What is wrong with not
1: being able to sign? Just like the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, because the MLB. What is wrong a- with
0: it? Okay. okay, because I don't want my Kieran Foran taking us into the top, into the Warriors, into the eight, mm. and still having his manager throwing uh, under him contracts, because he still will. He'll show him contracts, because his manager will be dealing with the Bulldogs. No, but say, what's, oh, to say that that's,
1: what's to say if that's illegal activity as far as the league's concerned? You can't negotiate with someone but, until the season's finished.
0: But how do you police that? It,
1: it'll happen. It'll definitely happen how can it happen it's just you, you've got to police it like you police any other rule what I'm saying is the system right now is just so fundamentally flawed oh, I don't think it's that bad it's fucking ridiculous we've well, just had the, we've just had the so called big four we've the big four of the Tigers are fucking well, don't gear. call them
0: the big four for I'm a start
1: not, I'm calling them the four unsigned players at the Tigers was the three now oh, and god. who's just the two we're just talking about Tedesco and Woods yep. that has just been a bad look for our game now all I'm saying is...
0: But, but, two but rules they've gone we, out there. They've got. If you're a Tigers fan, they've gone out there and they've just beaten the Dogs in a, in a, in a scrappy game, but uh, an interesting game. They've still went out there and they are professional sportsmen. They're still going to do the job. They still want to win a premiership this year with their much,
1: Tigers. How much bad press has been bought in the last two weeks when um, people were announcing contracts about next season... Oh, all publicity is good publicity. Oh, you, are you, you doing you're that? off your head, mate. No, you There's are, two, there's two <laughs> things that we need to bring in in our game. One... Is the um, concept of free agency, which starts when the season ends, and you can only sign contracts for the following season once that kicks off. And two, yep.
0: Flitih Mateos is a free agent.
1: <laughs> Flitih Mateos about thirty-seven kgs over. Now, if you oh, want <laughs> to see what Flitih Mateos looks like, Google and the poor bloke's running around like he's swallowed yeah, an el. Yeah, mental health issues, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a big. Uh, I'm a big fan of Flitih. He, he gave us four decent years at the Warriors. Um, so. Yeah, the, the NRL, Todd Greenberg cannot sit back and watch what's happening here. It is a disgrace for the fans, especially guys like the Tigers, and to a much lesser extent, but, the but, Warriors.
0: But it's, it's, look, we could we keep arguing about this for ages. Um, it's obviously a bee in your bonnet, but again, it hasn't really affected me, and maybe that is because I'm not in Sydney, and I don't have it forced down my throat every day, but Look, you've got to get over it, mate. This, you need to celebrate what's actually happening on the field and you know what these athletes are actually doing.
1: Well, it's hard to celebrate because what's happening on the field.
0: do you think Wood's actually played one of his better games today? So you
1: can't... I think that. Wood's did that because he got so much shit for people saying that he was having lattes with the dogs midweek. I mean, that pork chop was sitting at a cafe. Sure, Kenny
0: Dell was having a feed with Nathan Brown too.
1: Yeah, he's again, that's a bad look. He's negotiating his contract for next year. And Aaron Woods was having coffee and bana- uh, coffee and banana breads with fucking David Klemmer midweek before he was about to play the dogs, and the rumor was he just signed with the dogs. What a pork
0: Mate, job! they could have been talking about Australian um, uh, tactics for the Anzac test would you if you you know the hunters were playing you're the one chai warriors so you wouldn't
1: bloody go have a Ching um, Dao with someone midweek before the game, would you you wouldn't be caught dead?
0: Well, you would because everyone knows it's a small community in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, that is a just a blight on our game, and it's such an easy fix. It is just such it's an a, easy But fix it's right? not.
0: I've just told you, the war on drugs is a pro- perfect example of how it's not an easy fix.
1: Well, this is easy fix. You bring in two rules, and then everyone's happy, the game's happy, yeah, you focus you know,
0: on the football. Uh, imagine uh, Moses. What's uh, Mitchell Moses' manager name? Isaac he Moses. He will not. Isaac Moses will not. Um, can, can, uh, uh, what's the word? conform to those rules. Well, then he's out of the game, mate. It's
1: a simple fix, isn't it? Like, he's going to play by the rules. Anyway, let's move on. What now for the Tigers? I feel sick to my stomach about what they've been through. I've had... It seems as though they've really had um, uh, a couple of guys hold them to ransom. But then you look on the other side, and I think the Tigers have...
0: Even though they've been, um, really... well, was the Jason, well, is the Jason Taylor um, getting rid of Jason Taylor now looking like a masterstroke? I was critical of it, but if you look at it now, no, who was critical? What's Leary's this? produced.
1: Yeah, I just think that they have but lost. But no, no, it
0: was still stupid. It happened around three.
1: Okay, have, they've lost Mitchell Moses? You, they wouldn't blink an eyelid. They're paying 850k to no. Eels. That's no. that is just absolutely happy to do that. Um, they can spend money on other players. They lost Aaron Woods, their captain. They probably want well, to that's keep not him. Confirmed. You'd want to keep him, but I wouldn't lose sleep over Aaron Woods. No, no. Tedesco, if you could get him
0: for seven hundred k, I think you'd be pretty happy.
1: Tedesco, I think they'd be pretty disappointed about that. I think he's probably but he doesn't.
0: One. He's not. He's. Does he play? Is he the first picked in New South Wales fullbacks? What? No, not for me. No. Exactly. That means so it, he's not even that good. He's not. So he's more valuable he's to the He's the, the best Tigers, of the though. big four. He's the best of
1: the middle four. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the worst of the big four is staying. Brooks. No, nah,
0: actually, but they or... got him on a very, they got him cheap. Decent. So the But yeah, He was is... hopeless today, wasn't he? Who? Brooks. Oh, he got a forty-twenty, but then he did. Oh, just there's some rocks in his play he needs to sort out.
1: I, I don't know. I just feel confident that I'd much rather have Ivan Cleary than any of those guys.
0: Maybe Tedesco. Yeah, but a yeah. Coach and then just seems to be more important. Cleary's basically said if you're on the bus or, or or not off, and he's done it with the Warriors and Panthers, he's actually worked with some ragtag bunch of players. Mm. And you can already all see that Cleary's looking at mm. Um He's obviously got respect from his players because they do follow Cronk. him like Elijah did and like Lewis Brown did.
1: Kronk, I think, is uh, as yeah, someone in so oh, the targets yeah. of the tiger. Well, where's Kronk going to go, right? Because the Dragons just signed um, Gareth Whitton and they signed Ben yeah. Hunt. The Eels have just signed Moses and they've got... Um, Corey Norman. The Dogs yep. have allegedly signed Kieran Foran and they've got one of Reynolds or M'Bai whoever stays. Yep. So the Roosters have South. got Luke Carey and they've got Mitchell Pierce. Pierce. The South have got Adam Reynolds and Cody Walker and Madge has come out saying he doesn't want Kieran uh, Kruber So the only one left is the Tigers. Now have it's the August. Tigers played this really well? If they're the only one, the only suitor for Kubernetes, and he wants them to move to Sydney and he's either going to retire they might be able to they get him on get a pretty good
0: jump. deal. Uh, it's not a bad, it's not a bad shout. Let's see how that plays out. And I mean, it'll be tough for Kronk working it with that team, but but James, Kronk's done years. it all right. One one thing that you always want when you're someone as good as him is a challenge.
1: Wouldn't you want a challenge working with someone that you know? There's no, there's absolutely no pressure on you, and someone you know where he might even be almost like the captain. You know, maybe almost like an assistant coach to Ivan. If I was Cooper Kronk, the Tigers would be
0: not a bad shout for me. Is, is, um, is Canberra close enough to well, they've watch got her Blake face Austen. the Burmese princess? Blake Austin and. And Aiden says you don't need them,
1: really. And Aiden sees it. And the Sharks have just signed poorly. Well, D. Newcastle. Uh, it's not that
0: far, two hour drive. Yeah, you'd go to Newcastle. Yep. Do you reckon? You're close enough? Because yep. she lives on North Sydney, doesn't she? So you, you, you get through all that traffic pretty early. Well, yeah, you just fly from Newcastle to Sydney, I think. He'd be on no, Sunday night. No, he'd be at... not a flight,
1: would there? Yeah, he'd, I mean, he'd I mean, Chopper. You would, fly, you would fly up from Newcastle on a Sunday night just to cuddle up next to Tara Rusham, wouldn't you? <laughs> well,
0: if you're going to kick the professor out of the bed. You've got to get rid of the professor and that other guy. Well, who's that alcoholic guy that's on the radio show as well? Clark, he was at the bartender, on that bloody senior syndrome. Oh, uh, Brendan. That's nah, not Brendan. Not Brendan Schilling. Uh, no. But he's, you, the guy, the guy he's that on does. on the, the um, Triple M, M- show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently he is actually an alcoholic. Like. Is he? Yeah, he's good. That's what uh, McDarling is. He's um, not bad. Um, what How much footage have you seen this weekend? Did you see. Uh, now, quite a bit, So, oh, you, I didn't see the Broncos Rabbitoh game. Well, that's other, what I want and, to talk about, mate. That, that, okay, that was. I, I've, I've, I've seen enough of it. I just watched the highlights. Let's go. That
1: on. was. Old it wasn't school. a bad knock on. Early 2000s, refs against the Warriors, Sh- shocker, shock horror refereeing The Souths are just dudded. And
0: it made me think South are very close to being, a, they could be sitting in the top four fairly, but it's so could a lot of teams. That's the key to this comp. You need oh, to get win those somehow.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of teams that are three and four, but they have just have vastly different outlooks. So the Tigers are three and four. The eels... Actually, no, the eels are four and four. The yep. tigers are three and four. Let me actually have a look at the ladder here. Um, and then you've got the... and oh, no, Actually, it's the two. rabbits are three and five. And so... Uh, well, what about
0: tigers? Manly? Manly are four and four. Yeah, and Manly they're probably and looking four. good. I reckon Manly... Well, it's funny, because if you look at Canberra and Manly, are looking the best out of the four and four teams.
1: Well, Canberra, easily.
0: Then you've got the dogs and the
1: eels. The
0: dogs aren't looking good.
1: The dogs... Aren't looking great, but Des Hasley. Gets and we don't. Depends the what
0: Kenny, Kenny Edwards can do to that Parramatta team. Um, and <laughs> yeah, he, no. You, I'm telling you, they played well last night. Yeah, but
1: Takarangi is he's out, and he's a real favourite exactly, show.
0: But they've got Edwards, so that that you bring in one. You yeah, can is better than Takarangi. Well, let's just say that there's a lot of teams between
1: three and five, and and four and four, and we're not even mentioning the. Uh, but I was wanted to too- talk about the Rabbitohs game. That was absolutely shocking. And it made me think, have Brisbane, in all of their time, have they ever had a shocker or anything really bad go against them? They just seem to always be no. on the right side of it, don't they?
0: No, they, they're always the right side aren't they? <laughs> and there's that's a conspiracy, right, because they're the... They make, they make all the money there as a club. They're a one-town team. Everything's in their favour. Mm. When you move to Brisbane, you're an absolute. You're put on a pedestal. You're like a god down there, mm. uh, up there. And, you know, that's why Jackson Bird may have signed. He's got a you – know, he thinks he's a big celebrity in the Shire. Gee, he's going to be big time in the Broncos. But, yeah, you're right. They get the rub the green. And as I said to those South supporters, I said, to beat the Broncos on a Friday night in Australia, well, anywhere – you, you have to play out of your skins. Everything has, everything has to has your beat way.
1: Them. Souths flat-out beat them. They had two tries disallowed. The try that was um, Tau Tau Moggers' try in the last 10 minutes. Everyone's yeah, saying just,
0: it was like a rugby union ruck or something. It
1: was just horrific. It was. I don't know how you could get that wrong. And then Milford backed it up with what they're calling wasn't a knock-on, but I saw it with my own two eyes, and it was clearly a knock-on. It was shocking. The Broncos just seemed to... I don't know they just it all goes their way and they're not, they're not that good and they're 5-3 sitting in 4th place um, yeah. makes me think though how much do you think the power brokers of Brisbane behind the scenes are lobbying not to get a second team in Brisbane because fuck they've just got everything their own way there if there was a second team in Brisbane the competition it would completely split them down the middle that would change
0: things wouldn't it yeah but the South Queensland crushes were basically a um, a second well, Brisbane team well, and it's, it's very because you. though what was, what's considered South Queensland? Uh, it was northern side of the river. It was basically split that way. But again, they had such a hard time. Damn, that...
1: You just said northern side of the river, but they're called South Queensland. Yeah, I
0: guess but, so Brisbane's, yeah, okay, yeah, so what actually happened was, but again, how do you, you get these people that have actually got a passion and actually an emotional attachment to the Broncos? Mm. It's very hard to um, get them across. And the same with the Titans. Like, The Titans still had, you know, if you're a Gold Coast person and you've been living there for a long time, you went to the the Broncos. And it's the same if, if they did bring in a Wellington Orcas team, are uh, you and I going to support them? It'd be bloody hard because be we've easy, made our no, market. easy to cut the Warriors, though. But I mean,
1: you might just wait half a dozen games into the season, and just sort of see how they go.
0: But and you know they, what I mean? Who, I mean, it's, if, if the real purest leagues in New Zealand are actually emotionally attached to the oh Warriors. No, it's so very, well, you're very going to struggle difficult. to get um, a good supporter base. Exactly.
1: Now the um, the Titans. They also they've been different. So they were the Initially, the Seagulls, and they yep. were the Chargers. The and they were also something else, weren't they? The giants. The giants. giants. And then they were the Seagulls again. I think they had two iterations of the Seagulls um, before that. they were the Titans. Um, but gee whiz, I actually tipped the Titans to beat the Sharks. Um, if you saw that game, they just play okay. with so much ticker. And I'm going to put Newcastle in that basket as well. Yeah. Those two teams, you can hold your head up high if you're supporters of those two teams. They just give it. And you, you just you can't be disappointed when you lose. I thought the Knights were bloody unlucky not to beat the um, Cowboys as well. They gave it to them up in Townsville. Yeah. But gee whiz, the Titans, if you're a Titans supporter, that, which is the fuck all out there, I'm sure, gee, you would just love that side right now, wouldn't yeah. you? They've had so, so many injuries.
0: Player? What player in the Titans team personifies their effort and their... their Ty Roan their Roberts. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about Ryan James? I reckon he doesn't get enough kudos. And he used to be like... When he first came on the scene, he was a big guy with a... I think he had a ponytail. He did. Um, the first time I saw really him... up. The first
1: time I saw him was a junior Warriors, junior Titans, Titans game. Yep. It was the first game of the 2010 season. And Maloney was making his debut for the Warriors... And the curtain raiser, and Ryan James took on about three junior Warriors in a fight. And I always hear this big head of hair with the ponytail. I was yeah. like, who's this bloody cowboy? And um, yep. he kind of took a few years to sort of kick into gear. But the yep. last three years, the drums have been beating for him to play for New South Wales. So he has
0: to play Origin, doesn't he? He's got to play Origin for New South Wales. Ahead of Aaron yeah, Woods, like who him. would
1: you rather like come up against in a, in a state game? Him or Aaron Woods?
0: Oh yeah definitely James I mean fuck he's got to be picked this year florida's got half his brain there
1: but you know my thoughts the other one is
0: um the other one is obviously anthony don he was like, he's one of those guys. Wow! You always had a guy like wow. even your teams growing up who was looked shit. Like he just didn't wear his uniform properly, oh. but he somehow like bit the tackle yep. and could he gets out of the end goal like? They he, just don't, he, don't he look like good players. Yeah, they nah, might nah, have just... actually like you know studied either
1: music or art at school. And You're like, does he play yep. rugby? And then he actually <laughs> ends up being one of the better players in the team. Quote, um, yeah, yeah. Is Don is good? He. Played phenomenally well. He gets better every season. He's like the Australian version of Jason Ninegar. And he's quite old.
0: Like, didn't he make his debut at like 26? He could be right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. So he must be 29, 30 now. But he's just worked hard at it. You know, like like uh, Ross Dog.
1: Oh yeah, Ross Dog's another good good winger. Very very similar. What do you sort of categorise those guys? You know, the late bloomers. There's there's a real certain type of player out. they just just us. They just don't. Yeah yeah yeah. They just and keep I'd going.
0: Put- I think Matt McKilrick's almost in that. Matt McKillrick must be 25, like, I think five or six years ago. I was, like, really excited having, like, a, a pucky uh, guy coming through in one of the key um, uh, spine positions, and he just never kicked on at, like, the Raiders or the Roosters or... Where else was he? I think he... Sharks last year. Yep. But this year, with the, all the crap going on and getting rid of Farrah, he's, like... He's really solid. I mean, okay, he's not a world beater, and I know people have this up. But uh, we actually got some feedback from some mug that said we our show isn't respected because we glorify average players. No, I think we give respect to effort. Mm.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that the effort that I see week in, week out from the Titans and the Knights isn't talked about. And I think it deserves to be yeah. talked about. The other I thing people need
0: Knights. to remember, other put thing people need to remember, we are Warriors supporters. Yeah. So we look at other teams that don't even have our, our names on paper and see their effort. And we're like, fuck, you know, you know, it's not, we respect that. Yeah, exactly. Because there's, there's no one other than
1: Mannering that you look at in the Warriors' side and just know that he's no. given... And now, I guess you've got four in. And there's a couple of... Michael other Luck,
0: guys. you did. What about Michael yeah. Luck back There's in the not day. that many that you just know gave Beating. 110. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, early really too... Jason Why Deeth don't Deeth Yeah, Deeth. And, of course, Campion. Yeah, you can. Campion. I mean, we don't want to just put out Lilliman. the, the Australian. Nah, on the side. Lilliman, nah Lilliman Lilliman still has some shit games. He's a bit
1: lazy around the rucks sometimes, but I think this is because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not that agile.
0: No, nah, no, nah, He's got a very big barrel chest.
1: Just when I say every year, I seem to go fuck off, Lilyman He's gone, and then he has a couple of good games. So he he, he does all right. It seems to say he ekes every single bit of talent out of his body, and he and, and he wasn't a front yeah. rower initially. He was a. Um, a back rower when we got him across from the Cowboys you sure
0: yeah he, he play, Cleary, Cleary turned him into a front rower okay because we he had already played Origin before he okay, came to one us one right? game and
1: he had basically hadn't played
0: for a couple of years
1: and then we signed him as a back rower and he yep. actually in his first sort of year year and a half did not play much first grade he was kind of in and out the side and then yep. the one off yep. season Cleary goes I'm going to make him into a front rower basically changed his career yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Yeah, anyway, um, did you see the Raiders' Manly game on Friday night? Uh,
0: No. Yes, of course I did. Yeah, yeah, Dylan Walker, that was brilliant. Just the bent. That sort of stuff. This is what we're missing in the competition. Yeah. We oh, are missing Josh sledging
1: Hansen. after a goal kick. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, it was just a great finish. And uh, just hitting the post, it was just like, it's like couldn't get any drama. And then Howard Dillon sort of ran around, sort of taunting oh, like a it, kid at school. It it exactly was schoolboy stuff. It reminded me of a couple of instances that
1: I've probably been involved in um, watching that unfold and then it amazed me that the commentators were like I have never seen that in my career I was like I think I've seen that a couple of times actually <laughs> <Quote>. <laughs> after a goal kick running oh. around and sledging people um, but Josh Hodgson came right up to Dylan Walker in his face and I thought Dylan Walker was going to
0: punch him um, oh, I know I know, the pit kid he, he's not from pit is he he is. He's a Pitcairn Island heritage. That is brilliant. So, do you know how Pitcairn Island was founded? <clears throat> yeah, by the Mutiny on the Bounty. Yeah. Uh, so, he's actually related to the Mutineers. He's, he's related to Christian, who was one of the first settlers there.
1: Well, he must, because the Mutiny on the Bounty guys, they went via, I think it was Rarotonga. And they took all those girls and that, and they had the guys yeah, that yeah. basically jumped off the boat, and they went to Pitcairn, yep. and they basically started it. And then there's only something like a couple of hundred people there. Um, and no, this
0: is 42, I
1: think. Yeah, and that's the, it was the infamous site of all those um, sexual abuse about eight years ago. Everyone's inbred, and that's, um, you know, well, good on Dylan Walker true. for getting out of that situation and making um, the International Rugby League star that he is today. He's never played better.
0: Yeah, he's going good, and uh, like, uh, I was just wanted to someone the other. Day, oh, my brother at the wedding last night. everything's manly of Smokies. Fuck off! Really, Smokies no, for what, I mean, to finish yeah, seventh of the premiership. The premiership. <laughs> no, 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 but I mean, not. if you were going to say what, like, you, okay, you couldn't say Canberra are Smokies. I mean, no. they're they're a real deal. They could do it. Yeah. Then uh, he's saying, yeah, a team that no one's talking about that could possibly, if everything sort of clicked.
1: So you reckon that? Who's got a better chance of winning the competition, the Sea Eagles or the Dragons?
0: Sea Eagles. I think so the I agree with you. more class, to class to across to the Like they'll make the, they'll probably make the top. Now they'll make the top six, but they won't win the Premiership. Like even if they won, even if they continued, and oh I don't know. But if they won the the JJ Gildan Shield, I don't think they could win the Premiership.
1: Okay, let's. What about this then? Let's go through the eight. Tell me, out of these teams in the eight, won't make the eight. Dragons, Storm, Sharks, Broncos, Roosters, Cowboys, Raiders,
0: Sea Eagles. So, to me, if you say that, the only one I think that could miss out is the Sea Eagles. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. the Roosters. The need the Roosters fall I'm apart. still like, shocked
1: that the Dragons are there, but you have to say now they they make it. they will get in seven, the eight.
0: Six. Sneak in the eight. Yeah. They'll yeah sneak yeah. in
1: the eight. So, if you're outside the eight right bulldogs eels warriors rabbitos west tigers panthers titans knights outside of the eight for me panthers and i'm a homer and i'll you know have a go at me for being at warriors and maybe the eels are the only three that i think can make it not the doggies they could like sneak in like just get i think the doggies are just like you
0: know they're just missionaries. Ran out of ideas. They're just a missionary route. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. But it's like, they're, they're a waste to make the eight because they, ca- they can't make an impression. You'd rather have a team that could sort of at least, like, scare a team well, through the his Eels,
1: round. I mean, they'll do things in the bedroom that you just either... Oh, yeah, Kenny Edwards, <laughs> <laughs> ...that you just, like, didn't know exist, existed, or oh, you've only read French, about basically. in a magazine. Yeah. Um, where, you know, Panthers, she, was. what's wrong with them? <sighs> Well, they got rid of Cleary. Well, hang on. So last year, they made a brilliant run. On the back of Anthony Griffin, they made a brilliant run to the eight, and they ended up beating the Dogs in the first round. And who did they lose to? The Raiders or Sharks? Who did they lose to last year? Who, who? In the second round of the playoffs.
0: Who, Panthers. who what team? Panthers. Panthers. No, they bit. They bit Bulldogs in the second round. They made the semis, remember? They bit the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, I said that. Who did they... Who did they lose that to? That was the
0: second round. And then they lost to... Uh, they lost to... Sharks played the Cowboys. They lost to the Raiders, 22-12. Raiders, that's right, at Canberra Stadium, yeah. So they yeah, bet... At DWZ scored a try.
1: They bet... The, I was at that game. They bet the Dogs, 28-12, on a Sunday yep. afternoon at Alleyondes. Beautiful
0: Sunday. Tyrone Peachy really played well.
1: Yeah. And then they lost to Canberra, 22-12. Yep.
0: Um, yep. They got into the game... About 20 minutes ago, then I think Canberra ran away with it.
1: Yeah, 18-12 into the 74th minute. Um,
0: Good game. Good team.
1: So, what's wrong with them? I mean, what is wrong with the Panthers? I look across the Panthers.
0: Well, Nathan Cleary, people are putting too much pressure on the kid. Is he playing badly, though? uh, To be honest, I haven't watched much of their games. But when people were talking about him for Origin, I was like, pull your head in. Yeah, You know, And you've pulled your head in there, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I think I said that I would go with Maloney and Jackson Bird as
0: my halves. What? Oh, yeah. Jackson Bird, not Jackson Hastings, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I do um, like Jackson Hastings. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Um, no, look, what's wrong with the Panthers? Look, they've got an experience what, injuries, and you've got to ask why the, what the Cougar is doing as their trainer. Ronnie Palmer. <laughs> because he, everywhere he goes, they seem to just get hit by an injury bug. Hmm, maybe he's one of those guys that's working. Have you heard about Ronnie Palmer's um, Pack? <laughs> I've seen it. You mean the bum bag? Yeah, the bum bag, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about it? Didn't you used to tell me the yard uh, that like all the Roosters young boys would go out to an Eastern Suburbs pub and Ronnie would come with the uh, bum bag to the pub, yeah, and just have all sorts of crazy stuff that would take you to another level in his bum bag and just throw them out for right, one I just the kid who was savage told me that because he was a Roosters junior. <laughs> so he, you talking?
1: You go out there and he's he's got a bit of Matt Davies, Mitchell Orbison hanging around in exactly. his bum bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'll do me. <laughs> the cougar—he's
0: gone full circle with the on. Panthers. Is that a second stint with the Panthers? Yes. No, he was at Parramatta. Was he at Parramatta now? Uh, no, no.
1: Oh. no. I think he—he he was seat Roosters. He cut his teeth the Roosters, yeah. then he went to the Titans.
0: Yes, that's Roman right, Titans have... when they were quite successful. Yes, and yeah, With yeah, they had like ridges, Luke Bailey and stuff. Luke Bailey days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about the um, Melbourne Storm Trainer? You know him? The sort of little Asian bloke, asian Mary? Yeah, no, I do know him Just because we him. Yeah.
1: I worked on a project that um he's Frank uh he's actually Greek. Is he? Yeah. Oh no, that's the doctor. Sorry, not the trainer.
0: That's George bonus <laughs> Yeah, quote. Um, yeah, no, no. You've watched the Storm guy. He's a little Maori Asian. Sort of looks like trout. He's re- real tiny, but he runs the water pretty well for them and has for the for, for the success.
1: What about Don Singe, the famous trainer for the Sea Eagles, that Maori guy who sort of runs around? Looks like he could actually play footy.
0: Yeah, yeah I know Don Singe. Yeah, that's he looks like Daryl Williams. I always thought he was Daryl yeah, Williams no, for a while. he call.
1: was. And who's the, tra- who's the trainer at the Warriors?
0: He looks... To, uh, from- Dane Norton. Yes. Yeah, Even if He's been there right. years. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So he's Graham, he's Graham Norton's son. You know Graham Norton coached the Kiwis for the Tri-Nations and was just fagging so much on the <laughs> sidelines. I've never seen a guy smoke so much. We need that, actually. We need a first-grade coach that is just smoking out the uh, coach's room. Who do you think out of the first-grade coaches
1: would smoke back in the day? I think Warren is. Ryan. I think Tim Sheens. I think Wayne Bennett yeah. in his day, I reckon, used to fag. Um Dizzy? Oh, when he was playing. I uh, know, oh, he's, he's a fitness nut. Bellamy, you know, too fit. Maguire, no, too fit. Yeah, Flanagan? Man, I think Flanagan smokes some poles.
0: Steve Price? <laughs> God, have you seen the state of that guy's face? Head? He's, he's an interesting-looking bloke, isn't he? Oh, no. How does he get a gig? I reckon how, how much of his gig, his success, was given, like, they got a CV, and go, oh, thanks, Steve Price. <laughs> you got, got the perfect. wrong Steve Price. <laughs> <laughs> And then he turned up like, oh, fuck, we have to just go around with it. So he took with like the, the Jersey Flag, Toyota Cup, and then went all right and ended up getting a first grade gig. All right, gun to your head. You're a young cheerleader
1: from yep. the. Um, actually, no. You're a, you're a young member of the Gillaroos, gun to your yep. head, and you've just played a curtain raiser to the Knights Sea Eagle. And the after, Knights the game, Eagles, yep. after the game, it's in Manly, after the game, there's the, there's a. After match for the Gillaroo's who played the yep. Kiwi Ferns, and you go back to some bar on the Corso. Let's just say it's the Stain, yep. and both Nathan Brown and Trent Barrett have both thrown themselves at you. And you're a young Gillaroo, who do you go home with? Nathan they're Brown. They're both bloody good looking, aren't they?
0: Nathan Brown, but really? he doesn't even hit your hair anymore. He just because oh, I think Trent Barrett's a bit of a dick, but he's just got he's got a bit of swagger, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got a good hairline. Yeah, well, Nathan
1: Brown's done the right thing. I mean, he used to be called the Milky Bug kid, for Christ's sake. Oh, He's the no, biggest hitter oh, no. here ever.
0: Our kids wouldn't believe that when we told no, them that, Yeah, shit, no. <laughs>
1: and he always used to play in, like, Jersey
0: 43 or something. Like, a just ridiculous Jersey Yes, number. that's right. Because, okay, <laughs> what about when we like, tell our kids when all, like, um, and we've sort of seen it, when you see the players' kids come through. The, oh, the, the yeah. Ki- ki- the, 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 I'm just trying to think of some. Tristan, Tristan Saylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's one. Um, Dow wasn't too happy that I told him he only scored one try rather than two tries the other week. Really? Uh, yeah, he was like, no, he scored two. I'm like, mate, check the score again. He only scored one. Did, and did he? Or you just bantering? I uh, didn't get to the bottom of it, but he was pretty fired up. So at least he is <laughs> looking after his kid. Good on him. I'm a big fan of Dale. Um All right. I'm not sure
1: if we've talked about this already. We probably have. But I'm just so fucked off about how this guy's been let back in the media. And he hasn't just been let back in. He's he's calling four or five games a week. What the hell are Fox Sports doing bringing Blocker Roach back in? He's terrible. He's calling the game like Look, they used to call the game twenty five years ago.
0: But I don't mind that. I like Blocker Roach and, didn't, and I, I like his passion for the game. And he's still got that old school mentality where he just says the it, it is, like they're just not they're just, they're not tough enough. They don't front up. So I don't you know, mind him. And now I think it's I think that says no. You and I sort of have our disagreements on, on commentators. We do. Now I
1: just actually remember now it comes back to me is that they had that retro round last year. And they yep, actually right. brought back Graham Hughes. And, and he called the it. game Manly and Manly. And it was brilliant because I love Graham Hughes. But I think that same round they brought back Blocker and it was the Raiders were playing the Warriors. The first thing that came out of his mouth was the Warriors need to play some jungle ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: what we do though, we play really well. I know, but like there's about no, do 65 ex-Warriors started tweeting about how pissed off they were with Block, and they found it racial. Um, so, look. Block is just that guy that, you know, there was a swinging arm the other day. I think it was the Warriors Raiders over Easter. Yeah, and yeah. he just says, get up that'll be two weeks. Look, he just says just stupid things. Yeah.
0: Like, you don't say that as a commentator. <laughs> I know, but that's refreshing for me. That's a good question. What has happened to the stiff arm? Um, Remember the stiff arm? Just like a clothesline type. It was just a clothesline. Now there's no, it's like, yeah, because they always bend the arm now. Yeah, well. I mean, it's a stupid argument because
1: it's not a role anymore. But should the shoulder charge still be in the game?
0: Yes, I've, I believe it is. And if you, if it's it's a high risk maneuver. And it's a high risk maneuver. If You get it wrong and you hit the guy's head, then you're out, um, and give them two minutes. The minute. But if you've got if you if some people have an art form to it. I played with some guys. Darren Ratton was one. He was a Grafton Ghost Junior that played South Sydney uh, Juniors. I think he played under-21s or President's Cup with them, and he could just change the game by mm. putting on a... Mm. a it, it was a way to change the game in your favour when you're on defence, and, and he could was... just come in and get them right under the ribs and just lift the team. Oh. And, but when it went wrong, it just would score 80 meter twice, and you go, go, Rado, you're an idiot. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> you play against guys that would do a
1: shoulder charge, and they would actually, like, crouch down and touch the ground before yeah, they yeah, would yeah, like yeah, yeah. elevate yeah. themselves and they would put the transfer of weight from the left foot to the right shoulder seemed to yeah. be the key and no one shoulder charged better than Sunnyville Williams and his first year oh. imagine his first year in the competition if they didn't have the shoulder charge that made him
0: yeah, yeah oh, it did that hit on Joel Clinton with just the sweat flying is still uh, one of the what best shoulder charge what about the best one, one where broke, still broke Joey Johns' jaw no. And oh, Manly, that's right. He just, when he was a center. He it was he
1: did it to Joey. I think he might have been playing in the second row. In Manly? It, it Why was would that it last, be Manly? It was that last year where Joey was trying to come back and he kept getting injured and he yeah, came yeah, back. Yeah. And then um Sonny Bill just put him into bloody Disneyland. And
0: God look, he was such an athlete then.
1: I mean, even to a lesser extent these days, you know, Madalino, a lot of his game was based around the shoulder charge.
0: Oh, yeah, and it was, that could lift the team too. Mm, so it's sad. But did mean, he use his arms a bit more?
1: I mean, a high tackle.
0: And Sammy Burgess, what about Sammy Burgess when he's an 18 year old no. on Fui Fui Moi Moi? Oh, exactly! That just shows you how much of it—it's an art. Timing. It's to take it away from it like that. It was Aaron Whitaker could do them pretty well too, and he was the first one to say that doesn't matter how big you are—it's purely timing. Well, and thing- it's all about getting your shoulder into the rib cage when the arm that is running is in the right is in the right position. The the attacker's arm running and, is in the right position, so you're You've got to aim for the chest, don't you? But geez, when the shoulder yep. charge went wrong, it went really wrong. Oh, it? yeah. <laughs> you may, it made you look like a fool.
1: Well, the thing is, like, they penalise high tackles, right? The ones around the chops. Yep. So, yep. yeah, I mean, it's a stupid argument because they're never going to change it. But, hey, it did, used to, it did used to really bring a lot to our game. Um, James Maloney. James Maloney, right? Now, I wanted to chat about James Maloney. James Maloney is a bloody good player, right? He's an extremely good player. He has been in grand finals with and won grand finals with the Roosters and the Sharks. And he has been to a grand final with the Warriors. The thing that annoys me about James Maloney is he doesn't ever get, um, uh, you know, criticised for his defence. I'm going to go through, this is a list. Now you've got to guess what it's for. In fifth place, Gareth Whittip, 28. Fourth place, Mitchell Moses, 29. Third place, Ashley Taylor, 34. Second place, Kane Algy, 39. But in a runaway first place with forty six, James Maloney. What's that for? Missed tackles. Okay, so James Maloney misses more tackles than any other half in the game. He almost misses he almost misses double the amount of the fifth place Gareth Whitp. Yep. And never does he ever get exposed or criticized because he does so many other things right. Now, it yep. annoys me as a Sean Johnson apologist who leads the competition in many different stats, or he's at least in the top three or four in line breaks, line break assists, um, try assists, repeat sets, etc. But he seems to just attract so much criticism. Is it double standards, or is it that people see Sean Johnson and they have see what he's capable of at his very, very top of his game? And I think that guys like Hayne um, and you know, Inglis also, they know that, the individual brilliance—they see that and they think, "Well, why aren't they doing it all the time?" But you can't do that all the time, otherwise you'd be absolutely superhuman. Do you think we have a point here, or is it just—you know—I'm just a Sean but Johnson level. What you? Tr- <laughs> We're talking about James Maloney. I know. Um, that, like it was my example to say that he doesn't get criticised, whereas Sean Johnson. He just seems to discover a ton of criticism for what he does, whereas someone like Maloney, who has glaring weaknesses in his game,
0: but doesn't get what's injured. He is, hang on, hang on. Is this, is this just a, a, a recent addition at the Sharks <coughs> that he's been a defender? I right. mean, Maloney's left the, the missed
1: tackle count for about five or six years in a row.
0: Wow. And But, I mean, I mean, he's got, like, Wade Graham and Luke Lewis to back him up in, at these days, but they must be having to do a lot more work because of him.
1: Yeah, good point. He probably does But yeah, I, know, I, 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 saw,
0: I see your point here. He, but he also goes under the radar too because he doesn't play much rep football, and that's probably oh, one of the reasons maybe, why. Maybe, but I think he's just a very good player. What well, I guess my point is. Well, that, he was on the Kangaroo tour last year, wasn't he? Yep, and he and was. Yeah. If Thurston doesn't play this
1: year, and the Anzac, nah, looks is, all reports he's, he's going, going to. Play. Yeah. Um, I would
0: pick. I'd pick Maloney there. Anyway. Um, You're picking him. Okay. Eh? You're picking him, so. You obviously see, see something in him.
1: I, yeah, I like Maloney, but he, he, he misses a shitload of tackles. And I'm forgiving. Yeah. People aren't so forgiving with Sean Johnson. They expect him to do yeah. that Laotian step every fucking three minutes.
0: But actually, Sean Johnson does put in some quite um, crowd, uh, uh, crowd-inducing crowd happiness tackles. Yeah, He puts Shawn, a shot uh, on people. He does. And so Maloney used to as well, actually. I, don't know, I haven't seen him lately do one.
1: He, it, Maloney used to put a shoulder charge in. <laughs>
0: Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did did one early in the uh, 2011 grand final. Mm. Um, Okay, so you've been in New Zealand for a couple of weeks
1: and you've, um, you know, it's the home of rugby union, as you'd well know. Um, What is, you've picked up something, you've noticed something. Look,
0: I've I've picked something up that it's a a, subculture here about wearing. NRL shorts, and right. I'm sure I've discussed this with you in the past, but mm-hmm. the amount of NRL shorts that are running, rolling around on people as casual wear, is is astounding, really. And you, I, what I'm trying to work out is what does it say about New Zealand and rugby league? It's almost like it's almost like, yeah, you're showing that you're supported. Well, okay, there's one reason that union shorts are fucking hopeless because they're say, cotton. This,
1: the silkiness silky, of a rugby league shorts is second <laughs> to none. It reminds me of wearing silk boxes when you're about yeah, 16 wait, years
0: wait, old. Wait. So, so the comfort level, yeah, okay, there's that first um, comfort level. But the second thing I'm trying to think, what does it say about New Zealand culture and its relationship with rugby league, right? So you see all these shorts, but you don't see the you the don't jerseys. see the, the jerseys as much, except if you go to a real hearty, mouldy tone. You always see those as uh, like Warriors reggae jerseys <laughs> or the ones with the korus all the Maori carving, which is I, real good. I think it's two things. I think it's one, it's bloody expensive to buy
1: an NRL jersey. And I think that that's, yeah. that, as, as a yeah. fashion statement... It's, it's quite an expensive statement to make.
0: Yeah, two, and it's not as versatile.
1: Two, if you've played a rugby union, which many of these guys have, you've been oppressed with the shorts that you've had to wear. I mean, some oh. of the shorts now. Remember those a, a hard yards old boys? Oh, I had a, oh. a, a flatmate who played for the junior Crusaders, and he gave me a pair of their Crusader shorts. It's like wearing, like, bloomers. They're so bloody big. <laughs> Like but why? Because they lifted the line ups. I think that's it. Line ups. But they're not sophisticated enough just to do line out shorts. I mean, give the yeah. fucking backs like tiny little shorts. <laughs> and you know, it's so much freedom to put on a pair of silky lead oh, shorts. Yeah. The freedom that you must have after being wearing union shorts all your life can't be underestimated. So I think there's you know, it's it's a, the righteousness of it is um, But
0: there's not half many but let, but there's more well, maybe it's not. Maybe it just knows it more. But it seems to be more predominant in New Zealand, the NRL short fashion statement, than in Australia.
1: Well, I think you need to take yourself over to the Gold Coast and have a little walk around there, and you'll see, yeah, you'll okay. see some NRL yeah. shorts. I'll so, tell you what. You go to the Wet and Wild, people want to wear togs there. They'll be wearing NRL shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I, like, I, I, I use my Wismichy shorts and togs for a while. They're bloody good. You've still got my Warriors shorts, actually, don't you? Maybe. I've got a few orish Piers shorts. Yeah,
1: I got them given to me for, for Christmas from a brother-in-law, <laughs> and you've got them.
0: Was your brother-in-law a Kiwi? Yeah. Exactly. So there you go. That's, that's, that's my point. <laughs> your Aussie cousin would have got you in our shorts for Christmas. Quote. Um, now, we
1: named our Australian side a couple of weeks ago. Now, we won't name our Kiwi sides just yet because I think that we could uh, maybe build up to that. Um, we're looking... I mean, there'll be a couple of big injuries, surely. That always happens before the Anzac test um, that deny us of a full-string side. At the moment, we don't have any major injuries apart from Tohu Harris, who would uh, be a walk on When's Tohu back? Oh, I think round 12. Is okay. the, Give me three names that we that we, the listeners, should be thinking about watching in the next couple of weeks to see if they can grab themselves a Kiwi jumper.
0: Okay, well... I think people have seen the media. Cassiano is is gunning for for a a Kiwis jersey, and and he's lost a lot of weight. So that's one you can look at. Um, The other one... Hang on, hang
1: on. Just on Cassiano. I was reading an article about him today, and he said that gone are the days where I'd go and, quote, four-quarter pounders pounders and two large (laughs) chips and smash them, or four kebabs in one sitting <laughs> he,
0: fucking, was huge, what? he was huge though I've done five Big Macs in one sitting really yeah when they used to have a like $2 Tuesdays for $2 Big Macs Tuesdays I was involved in yeah. a competition where
1: you had to eat a Big Mac combo as fast as you could and I finished fourth
0: really okay you're not a big eater though no yeah so Sam Cassiano definitely Kenny Edwards <clears throat> oh, um, fucking! You just—you've
1: got a love affair with Kim. There's no yeah, mate, way in hell. Right? He's not even in a forty-man squad, Jack. So move on.
0: You don't know your league. Um, and then, and then you're gonna laugh at me again for this. But Lavarha Pulu. Oh, who I geez. was saying last year, man. You're not. Know, he's doing the stuff that it, no one notices. But it's his tries. He scored last um, year. last night. He had no right to be there. No. But he the, just worked uh, hard and got there in he position. Was good. He was bloody good last night. I, I enjoyed him a lot. No, I'm I'm not saying they will all make the side, but what else do they need to do? All right, they they've got to do a Yeah, sh- oh, hey, what about Edwards, for you, Kenny
1: okay. is, okay. Kenny was going to be good for a start. Now I'll give you. A, <laughs> You've I'll, lost it. I'll give well, you okay mind. mate?
0: You know that? Hang on, hang on. Do you know that? Um, Brad Arthur, who you rate as a coach, he's mm, got a lot of respect in the I'm rugby community. Him a lot. Yeah, okay. Why do you think Brad Arthur <clears throat> has got Kenny Wood straight back into first grade after his um? <laughs> uh cruiser pouring out incident, a water squirting incident, and so he doesn't even... Would get put would down it the fact black down three or something. and four and
1: they've got a huge injury toll would
0: have been a, Okay, um, play, a okay, but it's okay. Sweet as, sweet as. But, okay, how about this? Takarangi is going down with injury and Brad Arthur wants to play Kenny Woods at 5'8". Because Gutherson's injured as well. Anyway... Look, yeah, I know, but it's still a good... Why didn't they bring in, bring in some bloke from Blacktown Workers? They did. His name's Kenny Edwards. No, he hasn't played for them. Anyway,
1: okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my three. Up? I'll give you my three, and they're going to be a little more convenient. Number one, to potentially start or at least spell Isaac Luke, Danny Levi from the Knights.
0: Yeah, agree, agree, agree. a lot. His running,
1: his direction, his speed and dummy half And he's got a good ticker He he's, probably doesn't dart out enough as he should He's not a running, but his service uh, and his speed yeah. he, he controls the game really, really Yeah, yeah. The other one that I'm looking at Hoping that he's going to be fit Is COC Siwa who's Who's a, a favourite of mine And he would have gone on the Four Nations is Tour Is he playing in the Antec Day match? Yes, he is And I'm going to go along to that I'm going to walk up and hopefully watch the Roosters win and the third one, who I've just not sold on, and I've never been sold on him. And I want him to be really good, but I'm not sure, still undecided if he's good, and that's Dallin Watene Zelezniak. I'm just really interested to see if he goes out there and he grabs that wing spot, or Fussy Tour, or Nightingale, or even Manu Vadivai, which I'm sure that they won't pick because he won't have enough football under his belt, but um, who would know if David Kidwell? Gee, there's a, gap,
0: there's a gap, there's a real gap in a rugby league lover's life now without um, rugby league week. Like that was, when you were on a holiday or something, for some reason you missed out a few games and you wanted to see how your Kiwis were going, you could always rely on picking up rugby league week and seeing their scores out of 10 okay. to really see how they were going. Yep. Yep. Um, maybe there's a market there for us to <coughs> give out of 10 scores on a, on a website.
1: Would the big league do it? Because big league's a good mag.
0: I don't like big league. It's not a bad mag though, is it? Oh, it's glossy, but it's full of shit.
1: It's kind of your, it's kind of your hustler, isn't it? Like, it's, it's, it's yeah, not your It's certainly not your Playboy. But it's your hustler or it's, you know, yeah. some one of those British magazines that, you know, are uh, obviously age-related, but it's certainly not you know, your There's a market your for,
0: like, a Turf Digest, sort of crappy newspaper yeah, yeah. oh,
1: one. Best bets, yeah. A little rugby league, just the one that goes in the back pocket. Isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. It has a lot of betting stuff like um, – Unders and overs or, you know, the daily doubles?
1: Yeah, maybe Tadeshi could get involved and maybe put one. Well, in I think
0: yeah, he would be the way to go.
1: Certainly would. Any any big things you're looking forward to on Anzac Day? This is the best Anzac Day in terms of the way the games, the teams are structured, the yep. the games, the battles within the battle, this Tuesday is gonna be massive and
0: Well, I mean to be let's hopefully Tuesday we can erase the memories of last year's Anzac Day. That was one of the worst days of being a Warriors supporter in the 20 years we've been on this, 20 um, odd years we've been in this in this competition, yeah. that was absolutely horrible.
1: It was, it was the gang of six when they did the Red Bull and sleeping pills, still knocks uh, that led that to that incident. to the game? No, post the game, I, I believe. Okay. Um, geez, it seems like we used to always say that we played the storm well. But I would say the last yeah. six or seven times, we've only beaten the storm
0: from my calculations once. So. And yeah, remember, we played them earlier this year and that just wet. Yeah, we're Jew. So we are Jew. Auschwitz based.
1: We are Brad Jew. Um, <laughs> all right, mate. Well, I will let you go. No doubt we'll chat during the week. Um, and we'll get back onto a regular weekly show. No. Yep. Um, oh, what about feedback? Yeah, well, we don't have many questions this week, so fire them into Legal no, Counsel well, Twitter. We'll be much more active on Twitter this week, and in the coming weeks, we're, we're going to get our act again and start uh, yeah, yeah. tweeting a lot more.
0: Yeah, just a shout-out to... Um, I said I'd give a shout-out to the Hunters, the Wellington you know, uh, Victoria University Hunters Rugby League Club. We went down to their training on Thursday night. They're going real good. Um, also, a shout-out to David Fayumu, uh, working hard at Wellington there We're looking to get uh, interview with you soon, the former Cowboy and Huddersfield Giant. And a final shout-out to uh, Brendan Grugan out there in the Golden West. Yeah, Great calculus yeah.
1: show. Brilliant, mate. And one last shout-out to uh, the Crib brothers who suffered um, a very, oh. very painstaking loss on Friday um, to the Broncos, which we covered in depth. Um, all right, mate, we'll take it easy, and you've got to yeah. love your league. Got like to love your league. See you, mate.